Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. It is the week of the Champions League final. About time. Manchester City and Chelsea, an all-English final. Once again, we will see an all-English Champions League final. Look at who we have with us today. As always, like every week, Chris Suede rocking his Chelsea jersey with a DDA Drogba jersey right over his shoulder. Chris, my friend, we were talking about this before we began recording. You sounded very excited, and even when we were recording our show in Spanish, you perked up a little bit when I mentioned the Champions League final. And here we are. We are a few days out, and it's finally, finally the time. The time has come. As a Chelsea fan, how do you feel about this entire season, considering what happened on Sunday and what happened in the very first match day of the Premier League? How do you feel as a fan? Uh, I feel like it's eerily similar. Like there's a lot of similarities to a, 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 a certain season and it goes back to 2012. And it's so weird, man. Like there's so many similarities to the year we won the Champions League in which we dismissed our manager. We didn't finish uh, as high in the league as we usually as we usually could. We thought we were going to challenge for the, for the, for the title in, the, in England and we didn't. And then all of a sudden it just turns on in the Champions League and we make a, a run for it. And it's a beautiful story. Chelsea's always an underdog uh, in the times that we have, like the, the time that we did win it. And, and they're an underdog. I mean, they're not an underdog really now in England, but they're just, they're always against, uh, always, always with the backs against the wall. So it's a, it's a beautiful story. And uh, I, I really can't believe that we're, that we're back and, I'm ecstatic, man. I'm ecstatic. It's, it's, I can't believe it's this week. I can't believe it's uh, only a few days away. And man, I really, I hope we can do it again. Well, I'll tell you this. It's contagious. It's, it's very contagious. I'm, I'm not a fan of either team, but I, I am feeling the buzz definitely for, for sure. Um, let me ask you about the matchup though, because there's been like a certain stigma when a Champions League final is played between two teams of the same country. We saw what happened between Liverpool and Tottenham a couple of seasons ago in Madrid. That that was a very forgettable final. Um, Even when Manchester United and Chelsea played, we really remember more the penalty shootout than, than like the full game. But it's... It's fair to say that these teams know each other very well, City and Chelsea. So what type of final should we expect between two teams that have faced off three times already this season? Uh, I think it might be a, a, a real challenge of tactic. Pep Guardiola knows he's how to bust open a game. He's going to play with the false nine, and the wingers are really going to try to attack. But Tuchel system with three in the back, it's really made for that. So it's going to be a real stalemate. It's going to be a back and forth match. And I think the old boring, boring Chelsea uh, uh, stigma might come back. That, that narrative that Chelsea might win this game ugly if they do win this game. But, dude, it doesn't matter. It's the Champions League final. So if they do pull it out and we defend for however long we do, it doesn't matter as long as we get the W at the end of the day. So... Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, a classic English match. I think both teams are really going to go for it. And I hope for the best. 
Uh, I, I can. It's really tough to call this one because I, I, everybody's been asking me all week, like, how, what do you think? How, how's this going to go? And it's really tough to call it. We played them three times this year. We won twice. Uh, and both times that we won, we, we did the Manchester City uh, didn't field their A team out there. They fielded their, their, I mean, don't get me wrong. They had a bunch of stars out there. De Bruyne played. Uh, Bernardo Silva played. Everybody, <laughs> everybody was out there, but it, it wasn't the exact eleven that Pep is going to run out there in the in the formation that he's going to run them out there on Saturday. And it's tough to call, man, because Manchester City could really put it on anybody. Like I, I see them on their day. Manchester City could put three or four past anyone. So if Saturday is their day. I hope to God it isn't, but they can put three <laughs> to four on us. Yeah. So, man, it's it's, and then if Chelsea are on on their day, they they could put a clean sheet on anybody. They they put it against uh, a Real Madrid who to score against a bunch of, of any mostly anybody in Europe. So, Chelsea, uh, we can do it. Like if there's a team in England that you don't want to face a, a one just one time over one leg it's Chelsea like they don't they they, they can lock lock up shop and just put, really defend out there so I, I I can really so I can really see it going so many different ways but I hope uh I hope it goes <laughs> I hope it goes uh our way absolutely absolutely and I think that that's what makes a final so interesting when you genuinely have no idea which way it, it can go because if you are almost all uh, if you already made up your mind like oh well I think I know like I know who's gonna win and I just can't see it being played out any other way it takes away from uh, from the, the the mystique from the from the aura of, of a final and the good thing about this final is that you can make an argument for either team because you said it best. Chelsea has beat Manchester City twice this season. And one of them was to eliminate them from the FA Cup. The other one denied them from the Premier League title. And I've, I've heard people say that it is important who you win the Premier League title against because it just kind of stays there, recorded in history. And I think it would have been a huge advantage a psychological advantage, obviously, for for Manchester City had they won the Premier League title against Chelsea a couple of weeks ago, but they didn't. Chelsea denied that. It doesn't matter how they did it. They just denied that, that opportunity to Manchester City. And who knows? I mean, these are little things that maybe Pep Guardiola is, is thinking about as we speak because he's preparing the game. So it's it's so interesting. It is so interesting, and this is why this final is so intriguing. Let's talk about the storylines. Um, if you want to start off, go ahead. What's the biggest storyline that you have going into this final? Oof. Is Pep Guardiola and Manchester City finally going to win their first Champions League final? Because that's, that's all that's left for this club to truly be amongst. I mean, they're already... A giant, they're a favorite, they're everything that you want in a club, but they win this and they're unstoppable. They're what where they're at the summit of European football. And I think that's that's the major that's the that's the 
next step for Manchester City. They are already, like I said, they're already a giant. So just becoming the the, the cream of the crop, and and truly just taking become blossoming in that in that way, I think uh, it it's the main the main storyline going into this. That kind of just puts a seal on on this whole process, right? And I'm not just talking about Pep Guardiola's process. Um, and, and that's actually one of my storylines too. So I'm gonna, I'm just going to piggyback off of what you said. Um, it it puts a, a a seal on not just Pep Guardiola's process that was that started in 2016. It puts a seal on the process that began with the buyout. Yeah. Sheikh Manzoor bought Manchester City. He became a majority owner back in 2008. That team was getting beat by Middlesbrough eight two. And now they're in a Champions League final. It's been what 12, 13 years since since they took over, and now that they, they are in a Champions League final, competing, and they're the favorites. Like that says a lot. And if they win it, what argument can you make? They are a European elite. Should they win? And even if they don't win, you can always argue they they made it. They made it to the final. Um, is there anything else you want to? add on to this to this storyline because i that's that's a very very interesting storyline that everyone should follow no yeah like you said it puts a bow on not just peps peps run but the 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 high groups project and everything that they've been trying to do for this last decade or so and yeah uh i mean they're they're like it's like you said they're they're a giant they're a finely run fine real fine club they're really well run but they win this and they're at the summit yeah yeah absolutely there's there's no debating that and um another storyline that i want to follow is thomas tuchel managing in back-to-back champions league finals as you guys remember last season in lisbon he was he was coaching from a from a cooler with a broken foot and um and now he is (laughs) He's fully healed, so he's going to be running around the touchline. Um, but I just want to know what type of mentality he has going into this game. Because he either used this as motivation, because think about it. He went to the Champions League final in August of 2020. And then by December, he was sacked by PSG. So now he he comes back, and maybe he's not getting at PSG directly. But if he were to complete this mission, this incredible run with Chelsea, I mean, my goodness, what can you say about Thomas Tuchel, one of the best managers in the world, a world-class manager? I mean, he already is one of the best managers in the world. That's why Chelsea pulled the trigger and brought him in. They, I, I don't know if they knew all this good stuff was going to happen, but... They knew that a lot of good stuff was going to happen with a manager like Thomas Tuchel. So I just want to see what what his mindset is like. And he might not necessarily say it, but the way that he approaches the game, the way that 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 he game plans for this will tell us everything that we need to know. Is he a little intimidated? Is he going to be gun shy? Or is he going to be like, you know what? Screw this. I lost last time because I was a little too gun shy. Now... I'm going to go all out. I have to not necessarily be trigger happy, 
but I got to go out and look for this game, look for the result, look for the win. Because if I just sit back, I can't do this. I can't lose a a consecutive Champions League final. It it, it cannot happen. And also, how how will this pass on to the players? Because most of these players, if not all of them, none of them have played a Champions League final. Um, I I don't think any of the Chelsea players have. Um, well, besides Tago Silva, he he played last last season. Um, and surely I'm I'm missing another one or two, um, but I just want to see what type of message he will be giving to these players uh, leading up to this game, and even that that Saturday, what 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 is that going to be like? Because he's been there, Thomas Tuchel has been there, and maybe his message will change, and maybe that was the one reason why PSG didn't beat Bayern last season. Uh, probably not. Bayern was just a machine, but I, yeah, I just want to see Thomas Tuchel. And how much that final from Lisbon last year affected him. And uh, I mean, it's something minor, but it's back-to-back finals in Portugal too. Lisbon in 2020, Porto in 2021. You never know. You never know. Uh, People in, in football are very superstitious. So who knows? Who knows? But I just want to see how Thomas Tuchel reacts. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one for sure. And everything, I mean, it's Tuco and uh, Thiago Silva, both of them they, they, trying to get revenge for last year. And it's not, like you said, it's not revenge on Paris Saint-Germain. I mean, on Tuchel's case, you can say they regressed a bit. They, they just lost League One this past weekend. They uh, crashed out of the Champions League. And, and I mean, they were they got to the semis to face the uh, Real Madrid. I mean, they, not Real Madrid, uh, Manchester City, but they, uh, yeah, they took a step back for sure. And I mean, yeah. they didn't go to the final, and last season they did go to the final, so that's definitely a step back. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And Thomas Tuchel can can rest on that, and rightfully so. Yeah. The PSG wasn't a bad team when Thomas Tuchel was in charge. PSG was a very good, efficient team, and they made it to the Champions League final. Of course, circumstances are different. This Champions League was a normal one. It was played out how they usually play it out. Last season, it was just one leg, but still, it takes a lot, and especially during a pandemic. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, all right, moving on. The biggest question going into this final. Chris, I want to pick your brain on this one more than any other point that that we're going to touch on because I want to know what questions you have going into this game. I I really want to know what what's what what's keeping you up at night so to say. Uh will the defense hold up against those wingers, man? Will will Chelsea's defense hold up against Manchester City's efficient false nine that just terrorizes everybody the way Mares <laughs> interacts I mean it interchanges with 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 Sterling and 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 Bernardo Silva and Foden the Bro- they have just so many weapons yeah. and Chelsea are locked and loaded at the back Rudiger's a stud now on the two show I don't know what the hell happened there <laughs> and it's and, the language yeah I mean I don't know maybe he just <laughs> didn't like Frank but it, it, they, they were playing great, but Mendy's. So that's those, those are, it's another question: Is Mendy going to play? Is Conte yeah, going to yeah, be? Yeah, yeah. If Conte and Mendy play, are they are they going to be at a hundred percent? So 
It's just will the defense hold up? If the if Chelsea's defense holds up and we 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 come up to play and we we have a clean sheet, which we've done just as much as Manchester City, then maybe we have a shot. <laughs> but if Manchester City run run rampant and they do what they do against everybody else, it's gonna be a long day, man. Don't you think that a clean sheet for Chelsea is more than half of the battle? Yeah, that's you know it's everything. If we we can make it to penalties, who know? I, there, there you go. Who knows what can happen? But the yeah. thing with Manchester, ah oh man, and I, I don't want to get slaughtered for it. I really don't because the thing with Manchester City, if you're gonna pick a hole at them, it's it would you would say it's that they play really high up and that you can mm. try to get you can try to get a counter against them but Ruben Diaz and John Stones are playing perfect football so they really have no weakness like they really covered it up they bought perfect with Ruben Diaz like and then Neil Walker's playing out of his mind uh uh I can't remember the left back's name Alexander uh Zinchenko Yeah Zinchenko your boy man I he yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah, they all. I mean, but they're all playing great. That yeah. that's someone. That's someone who you would say, of, oh, they didn't pay fifty, sixty million dollars for Zinchenko. That's no. their weakness. But no, he's great. Like they, they're really organized, and this year they really like plugged in all the holes that they had on as a, as a team. So man, it's it's tough. But if 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 Chelsea's gonna do it, it's playing counterattacking football. It's a clean sheet. It's controlling the midfield with Kante, Kovacic, or Jorginho, whichever the two of the, the three who play. Hopefully, Kante is one of the two. Yeah. And hoping that you get Timo Werner out, out on a run because, and or Christian Pulisic or or Zier, one of those fast wingers out on a run because we're not going to control the, the ball against Manchester City and Pep Guardiola. Like I can sit here and say. Chelsea played great football this year. We were really on the front foot, and we really progressed as a club in that way. We're not going to go out there in the Champions League final and control the ball against Pep Guardiola's Manchester City. Like that's just not going to happen. And if that, if so, if that's the reality of the situation, yeah, we got to lock up shop. We got to have a clean sheet. Clean. Sheet, that's that's how you're going out there from every player, even Timo Werner. You got to go out there and think clean sheet. That's the way forward. <laughs> the good thing with your with your attack though is that they do sacrifice on defense quite a lot. Big time. Timo Big Werner time. is not afraid of dropping back and making a couple tackles and helping his defense out because he knows that eventually that's going to turn into a scoring opportunity at some point. And and going back to your point about um about Angolo Kante, you want your best players out there in a final. Always, of course. And even as neutral, myself being a neutral, of course I want N'Golo Kante out there because when you get to a final, you, you need to see the best players. You absolutely need to see the best players. And whether it's for a simple argument where, you know, later on, well, you know, someone can say, oh, yeah, but we didn't have our star midfielder. And we don't want that. We want the best 11 to show up. And, yeah, that's that's a great question that, that you brought up, of course. Um, my biggest question is about Pep Guardiola. Will Pep Guardiola overthink his approach to this game? Oh, 
I hope God. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, as a Chelsea fan, of course, you <laughs> you hope that that he plays with with uh, with Bernardo Silva at left back, or he does some crazy stuff, and he only keeps John Stones and Ruben Diaz on defense. That that's that's what you're hoping for, but that hasn't been the trend because it looks like Pep Guardiola has gotten a little over himself, and 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 maybe he's. He's put his his ego aside and said, you know what? Let me just keep this as simple as possible. Let me not overcomplicate the the tactics. Let me not overcomplicate the game plan because it's already complex as it is. Why do I have to add more the day of? Why do I have to oversaturate my players with tactical information? That's my biggest question. It's also been 10 years, almost to the day, 10 years since Pep Guardiola managed in a Champions League final. 10 years. That's a long time for a world-class manager. 10 years. And he's finally back. How will he approach this game? That's the question. If he he absolutely has to stick with what worked throughout the season. He has to keep De Bruyne as a false nine. He has to keep Phil Foden and Riyad Mahrez on the pitch if he wants the best results. And then, of course, you can always bring in Sergio Aguero. Imagine that for, for City fans. If if Aguero were to score a winner in in this final, I mean, poetic, beautiful for 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 City fans, of course. But I just want to know what Pep Guardiola's mind is is seeing what 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 his mind is working like these next few days. Because my goodness, I think he's probably going to get a grand total of six minutes of sleep. Because he's he's gonna overthink everything, or he's he's planning. I mean, his mind is just racing all the time, and I want to see what his approach is like. Did he overthink it, or did he keep it simple? That's the biggest question. And I also have a question regarding Chelsea. Pulisic or Havertz? Who are you playing? Oh man, I just said this earlier today. I'm going Havertz. And it's only because I think I like Kai as a number nine against this, this as a false nine against this Manchester City defense. I think him uh, having Kai with Werner, and then you can throw Pulisic out there, out there as the third. You have, there's nothing wrong with that. Those three can interchange and, and really yeah. pose a menace. But I think for this game, for having those two guys out there, the third winger that I would have out there is Ziyech because he would pick the pass okay. and have Timo Werner and Kai running those channels that would really give guys like John Stones nightmares. And Ed- you would make Ederson come out and, and really play sweeper, which isn't – I know Ederson's great with his feet, but it's, mm-hmm. it's not what you want if you're Manchester City. And I think that's what I would go with, yet – I know that the American media, the moment that 11 gets released, would say, so where's Christian Pulisic going to next? Because that's what they do. I mean, the moment he's not playing for Chelsea, (laughs) they're like, he has to go. And then he plays the next three matches and they don't talk about it. So, yeah. Yeah. um, I would would go Kai. I think Kai interchanging with... And and don't get me wrong. I I like Pulisic in this game, too. I think Pulisic, if he doesn't play... Bring him in in the 60 and the 70 and mm-hmm. unleash him. If you're down a goal or if you're up a goal, just unleash him because he's going to be – Christian Pulisic 
when he doesn't start games, he comes in pissed off. Yes, and it's that's great. true. It's great because he comes in and he's like, I'm going to show you why you, you I should have played. And he did that against Real Madrid and he got the game-winning assist to, to Mason Mount. And he, he, it's awesome. Like, he has that – I told you, he has that mentality where he's a big game player and he knows, oh, this game is being watched by millions. This is where I got to perform. He know he has that mentality. I, I don't want to say that swagger where he knows, oh, this is the game that I, I, I'm up for. So if he, even if he comes in as a sub, he'll come in and try to make the difference, whether it's to get the tying goal or to get the game-winning goal. And that's what you want from your subs. You don't want guys who are thinking, oh, I didn't start the Champions League final. I'm already, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to talk to my agent after this and try to get a club to a, 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 a try to get a move to a big club. Christian Pulisic is going to go in there and be pissed off and try to win the game on his own or with his teammates because, like you said, he just got the uh, game-winning assist. But, yeah, you can't, like, you can't go wrong, but I would go with Kai, uh, Havertz, uh, Timo, and, and Ziyech on Saturday. Love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you need to have a, a great player on the bench, too, because you never know when you're going to need him, and you never know what you're going to need him for. You just have to be able to bring him in. And if you have that luxury of having Pulisic there ready, like a, like a dog just foaming at the mouth, ready to play, oh, my goodness. That's, that, that's scary for Manchester City. If the game is, like, tied 1-1 at, like, the 65-minute marker, and they bring out Christian Pulisic. Oh, good luck. Good luck with that. Um, all right. Players to watch. Who you got? Christian Pulisic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he, he scored He scored against Manchester City. So, like yeah. you said, that's scary as hell for Manchester City. If he, if he starts or comes off the bench, he's the one you, 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 you're going to be scared for. But I'll give you this. Uh, I'll give you this little X factor. Timo Werner. Timo Werner is going to come in and he's going to, this is a game he knows if I score in this game, my transfer fee is repaid. This this whole year of nonsense where they're talking about how I'm not a big time player, out the window. You you score in this one, you contribute in this one, this is the one that matters. And if he breaks those runs against John Stones, I mean, again, I I know know Ruben Diaz is going to be out there too, but Timo Werner has game-breaking speed, and that's not something you can really coach against. Like, Ruben Diaz, for being the footballer that he is, he, if you can't outrun somebody, you can't outrun somebody. So, Timo Werner, I, I really have a feeling that, that that's how football is sometimes. Like, you can, not, you can be offsides and hit goalposts and hit crossbar all year, and then once it matters most, just be at the perfect place at the perfect time, and bang. So... Yeah, man, a Timo Werner is my dark horse for this Saturday, for sure. Love it, because that's one of my players to look out for, too. Yes, Timo Werner. Um, and yes, for the reasons that you mentioned, but I, I, I'm, I am really just curious to see what role he's going to take. Is, is he going to be that number nine figure that Chelsea has been putting him, putting him up for? Or is he going to be a little more creative? Is he going to focus on disrupting? rather than finishing if he focuses on disrupting and there's someone there to finish the the chances that he creates with those runs i don't know man it's not looking very nice for manchester city and like you said that speed 
it's it, you can't coach against and you can't coach it. So Timo Werner just has that speed, blinding speed, impossible to to keep up with, and he is he is quite the player. He really is, and it really frustrates me when people talk about Timo Werner as a flop because those are the people that just look at the stats. Numbers are important. The stats are important. Of course they are. But watch the 90 minutes. Watch what Timo Werner does off the ball. You need to watch what he does off the ball. I don't know if there's a stat for 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 uh for runs that the by by another player that led to a goal. I, I that's probably not even possible to track. But if there was a way to track those types of runs or, or runs that generated space to create a goal, something like that. Timo Werner would be number one in like all all the top five leagues in Europe, <laughs> right? Because that's just what he does. He's really good at it. And and granted, I'm pretty sure there's going to be someone that's going to be like, well, the number 10 from Brest in Ligue 1 will actually, um, yeah, okay, we get it, <laughs> you know, but Timo Werner is a guy that I've been watching a lot this season and because I really liked him at Leipzig and I wanted to see how he did at, at Chelsea. And so far, he yeah, he has a lot to improve. But like you said, and you said this perfectly, should he score on Saturday? That's it. That's it. He, he, <laughs> the, all those dollars, pounds, euros, whatever they paid for him, it's all paid off. It's all paid off. All paid off with a goal in the Champions League final. And if they win it, pff, my goodness, they'll give some money to, to the, or they'll give some more money to, to, to Leipzig. Um, and, on, on Manchester City side, to me, of course, we can talk about De Bruyne, Foden, Mares, absolutely. But to me, the player to watch, Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz took over that Manchester City defense like a storm. And he 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 took that spot, hasn't given it back. Rightfully so. Best defender that City has. How will he contribute to this game? Will he be the the game wrecker that he can be on defense also i don't i don't remember seeing him in like a a big time game like this one um he i i don't think he was he was in in the portugal national team when they when they won the euros i think he was too young so he hasn't played in one of these games i i really hope based on the season that he's had i genuinely hope that he doesn't have one of those mistakes where <laughs> the game just completely breaks up because of that 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 one mistake and it just falls apart. Ruben Diaz, player to watch. On a Pep Guardiola team, yes, I'm picking a defender. On a Pep Guardiola team, I'm I'm picking Ruben Diaz. And and I just want to see can can he continue that 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 great season that that he's had so far and with the last game to play, how will he perform? Um Anything else you want to add? The players to watch. Uh, for City, it's so tough, man. Just they have so many guys <laughs> that just you can go De Bruyne, you can go Foden. I'd probably go Riyad Mahrez because that's the guy who's just been consistently just killing everybody. Like he's yeah. just he has so much quality and he's a great player. So that's the one that probably gives me the no, the most nightmares. So I would go Riyad Mahrez. Uh, I think if they. If they run away with it, it's going to be Marius, probably the one scoring most of those goals. So, 
Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the managers. Thomas Tuchel, Pep Guardiola. They managed against each other in Germany. Now they're back. And I think this is very important to note. Thomas Tuchel, as Chelsea manager, has not lost against Pep Guardiola. He's beat him twice. FA Cup, Premier League. How do we feel about this managerial matchup? Who do you think has the upper hand? Guardiola or Tuchel? Oof. I still think it's Guardiola. Mm-hmm. Only because he has that pedigree of, I've won this before. I've been here before. If Guardiola loses this, we don't... Nobody looks at him any different. I mean, he's he's the man. He's He's one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. Tuchel... While he's he's a great manager and he's an elite manager, a world class manager, and he's proving that right now with what he's the job he's done with Chelsea and what he did with PSG. In hindsight, with he's the one who got him to to the Champions League final. They've been coveting this whole time, and then they fired him for it. Um, yeah, he's he's looking like he's well on his way to being one of those all time greats, but Guardiola is just on another stratosphere completely. So I think. He has the upper hand because he's one of those all-time greats, and I think Tuchel knows that. When you, when you when they've asked him about it after the second time that he won it, he had a, a, a very Kobe Bryant-like demeanor in which he was like, "Job's not finished. You know, we we got to still go out there and win it when it matters. We still got the the Champions League final." So, he, I, I think Tuchel knows. Uh, Guardiola is the big fish. And he's the he's the 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 big. The big guy on campus, and it's for a reason, man. Absolutely, absolutely. I I I agree with you. I I think Pep Guardiola is is the man. He has revolutionized this game with with tactics that, of course, obviously, like they they existed, but he 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 took them in, molded them a little bit into his way, and then he presented them to the world. And I think that on a tactical level, no one competes with Guardiola. Um, I, I, I refuse to compare anyone to Pep Guardiola. I will not do that. But what, what I will do is talk about the mental edge and, and some of the things that, that, that have happened recently. Thomas Tuchel has a bit of an upper hand. He hasn't lost to Pep Guardiola as a Chelsea manager. Can he make it 3-0 and when it matters the most? And he can definitely motivate himself by saying, Guardiola has not beat my team. He has not beat my Chelsea. He has not done that. And he will not do it because because of that, you know, whatever game plan Thomas Tuchel may have. But I think right there, yeah, Thomas Tuchel does have a bit of an upper hand. Psychologically, mentally, he does have a little tiny bit of an upper hand. But then again, Pep Guardiola is Pep Guardiola. And he can turn it on and and he he can motivate his players. He's a psychopath. Um, he, some of the things that he says, what he does, like, like it it was, it was just kind of strange even seeing him cry. Um, just seeing him cry when he was talking about Sergio Aguero, you know, Yeah, it it was quite strange to see a man like him shed, shed some tears. And we're like, wow, he actually has feelings. That's, that's cool. You know, I thought it was just football, 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 four, three, 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 four, three, you know? That's what I thought his mind was like, but he actually has feelings. Um, so, yeah, tactically, I won't compare the two. Thomas Tugel, world-class, elite, like you said. But it's just Pep Guardiola is like, 
up here, you know, and, and no one's touching him. Uh, he's, he's that generational. He's that Johan Cruyff, Elena yeah. Herrera, those types of guys. Um, but just that 2-0 and that Thomas Tuchel holds over Guardiola, that could be very, very important. All right. Keys to victory for Manchester City. What's the key to victory or what are the keys to victory for the citizens? Control the midfield mm-hmm. and uh, attack those those back those those two wing backs because Guardiola. I mean, uh, excuse me, Tuchel plays with a a three four three. I believe is the formation that we usually play with, which means that uh, he's going to go out there with Chilwell. God, I hope he goes out with Chilwell because if he goes out there with Alonso, I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> if he he's going to go out there with Chilwell and either Reese James or Aspi de Cueta. It's probably going to be as really worth that because of the, the, the experience. So, if, if it's those two, you have those that, that that would be the weakness in in the defense because Thiago Silva with Rudiger and Christian Zuma is just those three together, those three big center backs together. You, it's going to be a long day. If that's what you you're going to try to to, to to take down. So it would be. Uh, controlling the midfield and getting those wing back, uh, those wingers to attack the wing backs, and it's tough because to to do that to attack the wing backs, you got to kind of try to catch them in transition. So it's going to be a very, it might be an open game in which if Chelsea sits back and and doesn't a, a push up with those wing backs, it's going to be real tough for City to try to penetrate. So it's going to be can City attack the wing backs is Chelsea going to press up but if they, and if they do can they make them can they punish them cuz that's the key if if Chelsea if Manchester City gets one Chelsea's going to have to push out obviously so can they break can they can they break that 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 back defense can and and it's going to be with controlling the midfield and attacking the the, the wing back gotcha gotcha yeah um well for me I think that Manchester City is, of course, a team that, that that plays incredibly well, and like you said, that that midfield is is very very important. So some of the best midfielders in the world play there. But there's one guy, one guy in that midfield, or in that vicinity, one guy that needs to have a game, one guy that is playing against his old club. That's Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. If he has a game, if he pulls the strings the way that he knows how to do it, it's going to be a long night for Chelsea. And now, if you add Riyad Mahrez, Phil Foden, Bernardo Silva having a game, if they're all in sync, if if they're all playing well, they're all on the same page, good luck stopping that. You're going to have to fight fire with fire against Manchester City, and you do not want to do that. But it all starts with Kevin De Bruyne. If he is having a good game, and I know I said that my player to watch was Ruben Diaz, but right here I'm talking about the keys to victory, and it's more so the performance that Kevin De Bruyne is going to have. It, it, it falls on him. It's, it's, a, it's a different team when, when Kevin De Bruyne isn't having a good game or even when Kevin De Bruyne is hurt and he's not playing. It's a different team. It's a different Manchester City team. Sure, throughout this season they were able to cope with, with Kevin De Bruyne not being there, but I mean, come on! You have Kevin De Bruyne there. 
and 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 he's playing the game that 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 he should be playing at least you know the the standard that that we hold him to my goodness it's gonna be it's gonna be tough man it's gonna be tough to stop him it's gonna be tough to stop him and and he's he's my key to victory for manchester city what's your key to victory for for your club chelsea can we hold the clean sheet can we can we uh can we keep up with those with with the with the false nine of Manchester City? And uh, yeah, it would be making sure that we defend like hell, that we play our socks off, that every player plays for the badge. And if we do that, if we if we defend like we can on our day, then we have a shot. And that's all you need again in in a one legged tie is is a shot. So I mean. Play, play, deep, play hard defense. Play nasty if you need to. Let them know that you're there. Let them know that you, they're not going to control that midfield. Br- clash with De Bruyne because that's just, that's the thing. Like you said, I, I, I said controlling the midfield with Manchester City. It's it's can N'Golo Kante annoy Kevin De Bruyne enough that say he's off his game? That's what it's going to be. It's going to be a possession midfield battle between these two. And if if Kovacic or Jorginho and Kante, because I know hopefully if Kante is healthy, he's out there. Yeah. If, if they if they can control the midfield and and can try to control the possession, get match up the chess that's gonna be going on out there, then we have a shot. And it's it's we have we we can do it. I don't even want to say it because I'm scared. <laughs> that's how it is, but I said it against Real, Real Madrid and we pulled through. So yeah, well, you might just have the hot hand, sir. Um, to to me, for for Chelsea, their key to victory, they gotta score first and they gotta score early, because once Chelsea does that, they're in control. That's it. If they score first, they are in control. They they dictate a a huge part of what this game or what the outcome can be, because we've seen them f- fall behind. And they're not that good at coming back. But once they have a lead, it's, I don't want to say it's a wrap because they are going to be playing Manchester City. But once they have a lead, it's difficult. It is very difficult to take that lead off of them. It's very, very difficult. And this Chelsea team will defend, like you said, they, they, they will, they will make themselves they will make their their presence be felt and that is something that maybe Manchester City players don't want to feel they don't want to feel that that presence they don't want to feel that physicality from man, from uh, from Chelsea's team from Chelsea's midfield and, and and their defense but if they score early it's going to be a very very long night for Manchester City and you know what i can see them score early it's very possible very very possible that they score early maybe Maybe for whatever reason, Manchester City's like, okay, let's just go attack the first 10 minutes. Let's go press. Let's go, 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 go. They press. They leave a couple gaps when, with, with their high line. Who's going to be making those runs in behind? Timo Werner. We were talking about that speed. And then you never know. Someone can finish it. Maybe he finishes it. And you're down one nothing 10 minutes into the Champions League final against a team that you do not want to be in a disadvantage against. Yeah. That's it. Chelsea has a score early on. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. It, 
It's something I didn't even think about till you mentioned it. In years past, Chelsea really have a great defense, a really organized defense. But there are times in which, like under Antonio Conte in the second year, and with Sari and with Lampard, <laughs> in which they could really give it up, and and you wouldn't know you were a one zero two zero lead wouldn't really be safe. That that doesn't happen on the Tuchel. Like this, it's exactly what you said. They're well drilled, these guys, man. They play defense. They have the mentality. They 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 go up on somebody. They're gonna bully you all day, and that's yeah. what you're gonna have to do. That's what you're gonna. Have to, Manchester City's full of these small technical players that don't get me wrong. They're playing the English Premier League, and they're worthy champions. So they they're not afraid. I don't want to say of the physicality, but if you're gonna beat Manchester City. That's how you're going to beat them. You're going to you're going to try to bully. You're going to try to play defense. You're going to try to get in their face and then try to count them, catch them on a counter. Yeah. No, I, absolutely. They they prefer to play a little more 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 technical rather than than physical. And and these Chelsea guys are not afraid to to crash into one of their opponents and 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 bully them and body them off the ball. Um. All right. It's time. Predictions. I want to hear your prediction, Chris. I, I want to hear, I want to hear two predictions. I want to hear the one as a fan, and I want to hear the one that 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 your analyst abilities and your analyst thoughts tell you. Okay, I I want to say they're the same, but okay, but I'll, if they're the I'll, same, even better, man. No, this is because the more I think about it, the more I'm I'm really getting my hopes up. So I'll I'll take a shot and please football okay. gods one more time. Just don't take it out on me, please. But I'm gonna go two zero Chelsea. Wow. Okay. I think we're gonna score early. I think we're gonna set up shop and then we got one in the eightieth, eighties, eighties around there, just like we did against Real Madrid in that second leg, in which we, we make it a long, hard day there that they don't wanna they, they they're not up for and, and we pull out. Um Man, like you said, it's so it's so tough because as as a Ooh, we lost you there, Chris. We lost you. Yeah, you, you might want to connect your your headphones again, or Sorry. unplug them and then connect them again. There you we hear? go. Yes, we're back. We're back. Okay. Sorry. So no, I was just saying. Um, it, it's. You can see so many different outcomes. I can see you can see running Manchester City running away with it, but I I think everything as a conclusion of everything that we spoke about today, I can see those two wins getting in Pep's head. Mm-hmm. I can see Chelsea really going out there and trying to make life hell. Timo Werner breaking out early and two zip Chelsea. That's what I'm going on. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like the confidence and I like the reasoning. You were you didn't just say, "Oh, it's do nothing because it's my club." Uh you <laughs> you you gave good reasons. Um and and that's very very respectful uh or respectable, sorry, not respectful. Um all right. My prediction, I hate to break your heart, Chris. I think Manchester City wins. I think Manchester City wins. Um I think I'm getting a lot of Juventus, Barcelona, Berlin 2015 vibes. City scores early. Chelsea gets one back. And then City pulls off and scores another one. Maybe another one. 2-1 City. Chelsea's going to be in it all 90 minutes. 
They're going to be a pest for Manchester City. But I think I think it's going to be a sky blue night. I think Manchester City is going to pull it off. Uh, but for your sake, because you're my friend and, and you're a really good dude, I really hope Chelsea wins, and and I say this to all my friends because I have I have a a, a friend uh, he works behind the scenes here, um, he's an Arsenal fan, and I'm like, dude, I I feel for you, I really do. He's actually going to be on the show um, next week, um, awesome. so yeah, yeah, he, he will be on the show next week, um, so yeah, you, we might link you up somehow, some way, but I really hope for your sake again. Chelsea wins because man, I, I I just I would love to see you on Twitter telling people I told you so. <laughs> I would love to see you celebrate, um, but my 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 mind and and my my reasons are 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 that I think Manchester City will pull this off two one maybe three one if we're getting a little greedy, but uh, yeah, but two uh, one. I'm I'm gonna say two one if I had to put money on this. City wins. 2-1. Um, and that's it. Champions League final preview is done. All we all we have left to do is actually watch the game. Um, all right, Chris, is there any final things you, you would like to say um, as, as we're closing off on this Champions League preview? Of course, I'm sure you want people to, to, to give you a follow on your social media because it's definitely going to be a party should Chelsea win. Yeah, uh, you can... Yeah, follow me on Twitter at ChrisSoladolo underscore. And yeah, man, I, I hope we pull it out. I hope we can really, I hope we do it again. I hope we win. And if Kai, listen, if if, if Kai Havertz scores, forget it. It's going to be a party. I'm going to, I'm going to go. There's so many people that are going to eat crow because I've seen so much nonsense spewed all season. So if, if by some if by some reason Kai or Timo Werner scores, forget it, man. It's gonna be Armageddon on there. If Timo Werner scores, make some space for me because I'm joining. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Alex Perez FC. Follow the show because um, I I don't want to. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna promise it. I'm gonna live tweet during the game. Um, Chris, you can take off for those two hours. You can take off, watch the game, enjoy it, do what you got to do. I'm, I'm sure you are going to be watching it with some people or maybe you want to watch it in the comfort of your own home. Uh, usually what I do when my teams are going to play an important game like this one, I don't want anyone around me. I stay by myself. I don't want anyone. I don't want to hear it. I don't want any questions. I don't want any comments. Just let me hear what's going on in the game and let me hear my thoughts. That's all I care about. I don't know how you watch the games. Do you do you like to watch them alone or do you watch it with a group? So I love watching it alone. Um, don't get me wrong. I, it's it's like a, a, a meditation type uh, experience. Mm-hmm. But I also love watching it with my friends. It's a, it's a, it's a game day type vibe. And oh, yeah. Dude, I, this one, I, I would watch alone because I'm going to be a bundle of nerves. But there's so many people that want to watch it with me. And after everything we've been through with COVID, yeah. I'm vaccinated. I don't know. That doesn't mean everybody go get back. But it's going to be a great time. Like, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to spending time with my friends. And everybody's, uh, everybody's, the excitement that everybody's feeling, like you said, it's contagious. Yeah. So everybody wants to watch this, this match. And they want to watch it with me. So I'm, I'm definitely going to be there. 
I don't have anything to be ashamed about. If this gets my club loses against a world class club in the Champions League final that we had no business being in this year, so, so I'm I'm really gonna enjoy it, and I hope we we if we somehow get this done. And the rumor is Chelsea's wearing red. We're wearing we're wearing yeah. That red I think kit. it's official. It, it's oh my official. God. They're wearing yeah. red. So it's a very Chelsea thing if we win it wearing that kit. But man. Uh, yeah, I hope I hope it somehow happens. <laughs> Just because the, we, it, the way it, it happened in 2012, it's the improbable. So if it happens this time, it's going to be wearing a red kit, the most improbable thing ever. Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's, that's very weird. I mean, it has a lot of blue. There's a lot of blue in that red kit. Mm-hmm. So, so you're still wearing quite a lot of blue. You, you, you don't have to feel ashamed. Hey, hey, but I will say this. Should Chelsea win the Champions League this Sunday, this Saturday, not Sunday, Saturday, they will be the only team in London, the only red team in London to ever win a Champions League. <laughs> and I will finish that off because my friend will be very mad at me. Chris, best of luck to you. Enjoy this game. Enjoy this moment. Um, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. I, again, I'm, I'm envious in a very good way. I wish you the best. I hope you enjoy this game with your friends um, and whoever whoever else is there watching it. And um, yeah, at Total Foot Club, our social media, so you can give us your predictions. Let us know what what uh, what you think about this game. What you think about about this preview? What do you think the keys to victory are? I want to have a conversation with you guys, and you know, before before this game actually starts. And that is it. Uh, if uh, if you're here in America, Happy Memorial Day, because that's in a few days as well. Uh, and that's a cool thing too. We have the Champions League final, then we have the Sunday, which you know you do whatever, and then Monday, no one works. So that's pretty cool. Welcome to America. Um, and that's it, Chris. Thank you so much. Best of luck to you again, and to everyone watching. Thank you for watching. Enjoy the final. Enjoy this final because we're gonna see a Champions League final with fans, and that that's beautiful. The sound of the fans. Oh, I love it. Thank you all so much. Take care. Enjoy the game. Goodbye.